Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in again to Incorp's Season 2 of Pro Business Podcast Series with today's 6th episode. I'm Eric here, I'm Incorp Chief Business Development Officer. At Incorp, we specialize in providing a wide range of corporate services and business advisory services in 8 markets of Asia-Pacific. So for more information, please visit our website at www.incorp.asia. So for Season 2 of our Pro Business Podcast Series, we're very excited again to have partner with Singapore's Economic Development Board or EDB for short. Together, we will be exploring the exciting opportunities in different key industries that Southeast Asia as a region possess for companies and entrepreneurs worldwide. For today's episode, I'm very happy to have with us Magasvaran Suranjan, President, Asia-Pacific, Middle East and Africa, Dr. Ngamba, and Chu Heng Tong, Executive Vice President, New Ventures and Innovation of EDB. Today's episode will help the audience to understand the innovations in the consumer industry, how market leaders in this space are driving innovation hard by setting up corporate ventures initiatives. Heng Tong and Surant, will you kindly give our audience a self-introduction before we start our discussion? Maybe Heng Tong, you want to start first? Hi, thanks for having me, Eric. And it's such a pleasure to do this with Suran, who I have tremendous respect for. I'm Heng Tong here, Executive Vice President of the EDB, sponsoring our new ventures group and innovation strategy. Fantastic to be here today. Thank you, Heng Tong. Suran? Thanks, Heng Tong. Very kind of you. As Eric said, my name is Suran and I lead Procter & Gamble's operations in Africa, Middle East, APAC. It's a pleasure to be here today. We've been, uh, we serve 105 of the world's 195 countries from Singapore and got about 17,000 colleagues in the region. And it's just fantastic getting a chance to work in this diverse and vibrant ecosystem and consumer base that's in this region. Thank you, Suran. Maybe just to warm up our listeners here today, maybe we can start a little bit about the consumer industry as a whole. So, I mean, the consumer industry is a very wide term, right? It covers many, many different types of consumer products across uh, many different industries. So based on your opinion, why is the constant innovation in the consumer market in Southeast Asia such as an important mission for many companies? Maybe Suran, you want to start first on this? Sure. This is a fun, fun industry and the market. We're in a highly, highly competitive industry. Consumer needs, behaviors, landscape are constantly evolving. Such a rich diversity in consumer demographics, cultures, business landscapes that enable one to be innovative. Southeast Asia has a burgeoning middle class and high population growth. Uh, The consumer markets in this region are experiencing tremendous growth and dynamic change, especially with the opportunities that are coming with digital exposure. And now this is exciting for P&G because there are huge opportunities to serve more consumers and in more ways through our trusted brands. We're connecting with as many consumers in this diverse region in the most relevant ways, both off and online, from big supermarkets, neighborhood groceries, e-commerce channels. We will continuously invest, again, invest in innovation, extending our margin of superiority versus our competition, to deliver superior products. We play in product categories where performance matters more than ever, daily use categories. It is important that consumers trust the brands they use, including that those that keep them healthy. Eric, in the post-pandemic future, I believe the pursuit and for innovation is crucial for the recovery and advancement of the different economies. Thank you, Suran. I mean, I'm a huge fan of P&G products as well. So I look forward to constant innovation so that I can enjoy more products from the company. Thank you, Suran. Maybe Heng Tong on your end? Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, So today, Southeast Asia is home to more than 650 million people and has the third highest GDP growth in the world. 
Now, the region has a young and growing digital savvy middle class with increasing purchasing power. Unlike North America and even China, the median age in ASEAN is only 30 years old. And this digitally native millennials and Gen Z will make up more than 75% of Southeast Asia consumer by 2030. There is a rapid growth in adoption of online shopping and entertainment during the pandemic, which you heard from Suran, and this will continue to persist. This offers significant opportunities for consumer companies. Now, talking about localized innovation, this is hugely important for Asia to capture these growth opportunities. Asian consumers are becoming more discerning and increasingly expect more personalized and convenient customer experiences. They expect localized brands and tastes, as shown by how local players account for over 60% of market sales in the consumer packaged goods sector. From my perspective, in terms of go-to-market and channels, they have rapidly shifted their retail purchasing behaviors from traditional storefronts to e-commerce, with super apps provided by the likes of Grab, C Group and GoTo, providing mobile-first e-commerce experience that integrate a range of complementary services, always with a more local or regional flavor in their consumer engagement. And this is why the world's leading consumer companies have localized their innovation in Asia for Asia. So P&G, Suran will know this very well, for example, created GrowthWorks with us, a venture building unit based in Singapore to develop new products, brands, and businesses for this region. Poka partnered with a local polytechnic to develop Asian flavors such as Kalamansi, while beauty and skincare companies such as Amore Pacific have customized their skincare and BB cushion products to create a lighter gel-based product suited for consumers in the humid Southeast Asian climate. Thank you, Hing Tong. I mean, it all sounds very exciting. And earlier on, you had mentioned about the program that you're doing in PNG on GrowthWorks. So maybe I'll pose a question to Suran in this sense. So we all know that with what you had mentioned earlier, that PNG has been a key innovation leader in the Southeast Asian consumer industry, and the company has constantly going to drive a lot more innovation going forward. And in conjunction with EDB, right, in terms of setting up the Singapore Innovation Center or GrowthWorks, uh, this will help create and incubate and scale new business models and technology platforms out of Singapore. So in the PNG perspective, Suran, can tell us more about how such intrapreneurship, if I can call it this way, and new ventures work for the company. Indeed, Eric. Singapore is PNG's home and headquarters for our Asia Pacific, Middle East and Africa region. And we are committed to continue investing in Singapore's growth. And we are very fortunate to have the close partnership with the Singapore Economic Development Board in pursuit of this ambition. In Singapore, we have a world-class R&D and manufacturing facilities, including the Singapore Innovation Centre, which I believe is Singapore's largest private research and development centre. At PNG, Eric, we practice something called constructive disruption. Simply put, in a competitive, ultra-competitive industry like ours, if we need to constructively lead the change and in innovation in order to serve our consumers better every day. The growth works that Heng Tong uh, mentioned is a great example of how we do this. In growth works, we leverage the strengths that come with uh, being one of the largest consumer goods manufacturers while also embracing the agility of a startup. And at the Singapore Innovation Center, we believe in the power of partnership and hence why the Singapore ecosystem is so valuable and so enabling. We believe that there's a constant exchange of ideas and expertise between the Singaporean scientific community and our Singapore Innovation Center. In these partnerships that we are creating, we're constantly asking, 
how can science be turned into an innovation that makes a meaningful difference in consumers' lives? The GrowthWorks team in the Singapore Innovation Center you know, has been fortunate to partner with the Singapore Economic Development Board. And we've already developed some exciting innovations as a result. Another example, in addition to what Hang Tong mentioned, is we developed a light and ultra-portable new safeguard soap product that helps children to safely and thoroughly wash their hands, particularly in public places where soaps may not be available. Wow, actually, that's very interesting. Um, but I, I guess we have talked a lot about innovation and driving innovation right for big companies like Procter and Gamble and through corporate venturing so for the benefit of the listeners in very simple layman terms the practice of large companies like PNG collaborating with startups to boost innovation this is what we call corporate venturing or corporate ventures so maybe Hing Tong I know that EDB recently launched a corporate venture launchpad a 10 million dollars pilot program right that's designed to enable corporates to launch new ventures in partnership with uh, appointed venture studios or companies within Singapore so maybe you can Tell us a bit more about this program, Hing Tong, and why you know, entrepreneurs, startups or corporates should actively consider the venturing process to complement or to drive their innovation activities for the overall Southeast Asian market. Uh, certainly, Eric. First, maybe I touch on why corporate venturing, why companies should do this. The average lifespan of publicly traded companies on the S&P 500 have shrunk by almost five times and will continue to do so. So companies either innovate or become (laughs) extinct, basically. Large companies are actually very well positioned as they have strong advantages over startups in creating viable, large-scale and innovative new businesses. Corporates can combine a deep understanding of markets, access to customers, their brand equity, existing intellectual property, and a strong balance sheet with an entrepreneurial approach to launch and sustain a successful business or venture. Large companies have the innovation capacity, but for many of them, much of their focus is often on just optimizing core business operations. So building ventures with an agile and autonomous entrepreneurial team will allow them to effectively search and build new growth areas. Unfortunately, this is not so straightforward. So to help, EDB started the Corporate Venture Launchpad, which is a 10 million pilot program designed to enable corporates to launch a new venture from Singapore within six months. We assembled five venture studios that have been qualified to have best-in-class expertise, proven track records, and diverse venture building offerings. Each of these venture studios brings unique expertise and methodologies for venture building. You can think of it as tapping your preferred studio to form a startup team, pairing it with your own entrepreneurs to examine what new businesses will be desirable to customers, technically feasible and commercially viable to build from Singapore. Within the duration of a sprint, the combined team will develop and decide what corporate venture concept has the best potential to grow to become a globally leading business. So in addition to venture studios as partners, EDB is supporting 50% co-funding of qualified costs of each concept validation sprint. For new ventures with high potential, we also have options for follow-on co-investment and value creation support. Thank you, Hing Tong. And, and Suran, I know that PNG launched this program called iLab, which is essentially a virtual innovation festival to create solutions in, in different areas such as advertising, retail, supply chains. I mean, can you share with the audience on, on the thoughts behind this and the key objectives 
that the company wish to achieve out of this. Hey, Erica, P&G, as I mentioned, believes in constructive disruption, and we are continually reinventing the future of advertising, retail, and supply chain. The idea of iLab hinges on P&G's belief that a dynamic and sustainable entrepreneurial ecosystem is crucial for businesses to meet the evolving needs of customers. Through iLab, our goal was to collaborate and nurture startups from across the region to create solutions that will define the future growth opportunities for the industry. This festival, and I, I do say festival, <laughs> of uh, innovation and ideas was PNG's largest startup collaboration in our region. Essentially, iLab anchors our commitment to Singapore as a hub of innovation that allows us to give back to the startup community as a force for growth and a force for good. Mm. Through this iLab festival, we look to nurture this mindset of constructive disruption within these startups, which will only become more important in a world of rapidly transforming retail environments, consumer needs, media ecosystems, and technology. Uh, during iLab, we selected startups to ideate and brainstorm with PNG to help solve some real challenges using technology in domains such as artificial intelligence, personalization, gaming, social commerce, and of course, supply chain uh, resiliency. Mm. We then selected startups to work with us to roll out pilots across PNG's markets in Asia Pacific, the Middle East, and Africa. Mm. By partnering with these startups and technology companies, there's room to experience, for us to learn from each other mm. and grow together. Now, I think it's a great initiative, Hing Tong and Suran, for on both EDB's end, the government's end, as well as the PNG's end. I'm sure after this episode that is launched, you will get a lot of calls and emails from aspiring entrepreneurs around the world who wants to work with you. We heard a lot about the targets, objectives, I mean, for the government as well as for PNG to do a lot of corporate venturing, you know, to drive innovation with startups. I mean, if you can move on to the region or Singapore then, for both of you, right? I mean, why should companies in your space or com companies in your up chain or down the value chain tap on Singapore as a hub for the activities in, in Southeast Asia versus going directly to the end markets or to the countries in Southeast Asia? So maybe, uh, Hing Tong, you want to start first? Yeah, that's a really good question, Eric. So in speaking to a number of consumer companies here, mm. the common feedback I get is that companies gain significant value for their business when they centralize as much as possible and localize as much as needed. So this is especially true when thinking about Asia, where the combined market opportunity is huge, but building substantial capabilities for localization in the individual markets may not be as viable sometimes or even warranted. So Singapore turns out to be the preferred choice for companies to hub their operations and innovation capabilities. Let me share some reasons why. We have strong connectivity, a world-class aviation supply chain and transshipment hub, and a network of over 23 free trade agreements and economic partnership agreements covering 60% of global GDP. We have an excellent talent base. Singapore being a multi-racial country is like a mini Asia. And over the years, there has been a concentration of talent here who really knows Asia well. Certainly known for good governance, a trusted and business conducive environment with a strong rule of the law. In particular, strong intellectual property law, which safeguard corporate R&D investments, is one key consideration why the likes of P&G, Nestle, J&J have set up their R&D centers here. Last but not least, Singapore is just a great place to live. We have attracted a cosmopolitan business and innovation community. We have low crime rates and an exceptional quality of healthcare and education. 
And, and that creates a conducive environment to do business in Singapore. And for Surant, uh, what's your opinion on this? Eric, Singapore is home to one of the strongest and most vibrant innovation ecosystems in the region, perhaps in the world, with, with a diverse pool of talent constantly striving for new ideas and solutions to solve future world challenges. From our regional headquarters here in Singapore, we serve over half the world's consumers, with, as I mentioned, around 17,000 colleagues. PNG chose Singapore for its strategic location with robust business environment and infrastructure, as Heng Tong mentioned, and advanced innovation and digital ecosystem. Singapore is home to many, many excellent universities and institutes, so it provides the right breadth of technical talent that we need from researchers to PhDs. Our vision for PNG in the Asia Pacific, Middle East, and Africa region is to become the company of the future and leverage Singapore as an innovation hub for PNG and our industry, leading digital transformation, powering innovation across all aspects of our business. For example, the Biopolis, uh, where our Singapore Innovation Center and our regional headquarters is located, is a clear example of this. The Biopolis is a dense, thriving scientific ecosystem, working closely with partners such as ASTAR, and as I mentioned, the, the enabling capabilities and partnership with the EDB, we've been able to expand our research capabilities by tapping into their expertise and facilities. For our listeners who are listening from uh, all around the world, because uh, a lot of markets or a lot of clients that even I speak to every day is that why Singapore? How is Singapore important in Southeast Asia? Suran and Hing Tong, to end off the episode, you can take your time to answer this. What practical advice would you have for consumer companies looking to drive innovation and new ventures and get set up in Southeast Asia? Uh, maybe Hing Tong, you want to start on this first? Yeah. Why don't I talk about uh, what I mentioned just now about our innovation ecosystem. So my first tip to the listener here is really plug into and leverage our supportive innovation ecosystem. This can help you accelerate the ideation, incubation, and commercialization of new products, services, and businesses. Companies can supercharge your innovation efforts in partnership with our world-class R&D ecosystem. So Ren just now touched a little bit about that. To really develop new products or even adapt your global offerings to suit local tastes, culture and preferences. For example, we have seen beauty and personal care companies as well as food and beverage companies leverage on our research institutes such as the Singapore Research Institute of Skin Care and the Singapore Institute of Food and Biotechnology Innovation respectively to reformulate and refine their products for the Southeast Asian consumer. Now, beyond our public institute, Singapore also has a high density of potential collaboration partners. We are talking about a base of 7,000 multinational corporations here and 3,600 tech startups. So companies based in Singapore also have access to large-scale integrated living laboratories such as the One North Test Bed and Jurong Innovation District to demonstrate innovations in a real-life environment before your eventual launch. So Singapore's diverse and multi-ethnic population of 5.4 million people creates the perfect testbed for companies to get a sense of the receptiveness of new products for their target demographic before scaling up. Thank you, Heng Tong. And Suran? Yeah, first of all, we all need to embrace the future of digital transformation today. This is key to setting us up for resilience 
and long-term success. P&G has been fortunate to be to have been working for a long time now with the Economic Development Board in Singapore, Hentong and his team, to develop new digital innovation capabilities, training employees to take on new digital roles and expanding in-house digital teams. These new capabilities are certainly helping fuel our business growth and the industry's category growth, I would say. Uh, we have developed new technology to help us understand our consumer shopping habits, identify new household trends, and reach our consumers better with more efficient media and advertising. We've also revolutionized our supply chain through our digital supply chain hub, which is based in Singapore, helping us make our supply chain more efficient and more resilient. These are all capabilities needed to succeed in our digitally native world. And Singapore provides the right and arguably perfect infrastructure, talent and ecosystem to enable this. Well, thank you, Suran. I guess digital is definitely the right word to go, right, in terms of the tips to aspiring corporates or entrepreneurs wanting to come to this part of the world. And I, I guess for the digital trending or uptake because of the, the growing middle class income, because of higher education within Southeast Asia as a whole, that will continue to drive a lot more innovations in adopting digital solutions, adopting digital sales techniques from companies like P&G. I think all this will, be, will make the consumer industry very interesting. Thanks again to both of you for taking time out to join us in this episode here today. And thanks to the audience, our listeners here, to, to tune in as well. So if you'd like to learn or know more about the industries in Southeast Asia, or you are a business right, or an aspiring entrepreneur considering to expand your business to the region, Incorp and EDB, we have worked together to bring you an e-book, a publication, which is titled A Sea of Opportunities, Understanding Southeast Asia. So this e-book is a guide on the current market conditions of all 10 Southeast Asian countries, right? Highlighting key opportunities in emerging industries. So for more of this ebook and information, do head on to our website or EDV's website to download this ebook today. And again, thanks for everyone for listening to our podcast again. Stay tuned for our next series of uh, podcast and webinar series that will be launching very soon. And to Suran and Hengtong again, thanks so much for your yeah. time. I hope thanks, to do this Hengtong. again Thank with you. both of you.